Shalom to all! Today's office might cut off Gimel, and we are starting six lines from the top of the third word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Her Nisham, Shadav, and Olio, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef, Yantif, Ben Usher, Anshul, His Nisham, Shadav, and Olio. Now, the Mishnah said that one is allowed to water their field on Shemitah if they're getting curl loss by not doing so. That's called a Davar Ha'aved. The Gemara asked how that's possible if it's Usher to work your field on Shemitah. So the Gemara provided two answers. The first is that our Mishnah is Rebbe, who holds that Shemitah nowadays is Midra Banon, and therefore the Rabbanon allow work in a field if it's a Davar Ha'aved. The second answer was that really our Mishnah could be the Rabbanon and the Shemitah is the Oiraisa. It's just that the only type of work usher are the Avis Malachas, whereas Taldes are Mutter, and watering a field is a Talda. Now the Gemara asks that, Velay, really, Taldes are not usher on Shemitah, and you're allowed to do a Talda if it's a Davar Ha'aved? Fatan, you have a Brisa. Now this is a very long Brisa, but at the end of the Brisa, we're going to see that something that is a Talda is actually going to be usher, Minatar, because we have a Pasuk. So the Pasuk tells us about Shemitah Sad Chalaisiz or Vakam Chalaisizmar, you're not allowed to plant your field and you're not allowed to trim your vineyard. I only know that planting and pruning is usher. How do I know that uprooting weeds and hoeing and cutting weeds is Asr? Tom Lam said the Pasuk says, Sad Chalai Karm Chalai. So really we know the Pasuk says, Sad Chalai Sizra Karm Chalai Sizmar. The reason why we're breaking it up like this is because really the Pasuk should have said, Loi Sizra Sadcha, you shouldn't plant your field. Why is that it does it the other way around? Why does it say, Sad Chalai Sizra? So we can darshin by saying, Sad Chalai. And that's a general terminology. Sad Chalai meaning, you are not allowed to do anything in your field. And the Brasa speaks that out. Loi Kam Lachashev Sadcha, Loi Kam Lachashev Karm Chalai. You're not allowed to do any work in your field or any work in your vineyard. The Brasa continues, How do you know that when it comes to a tree, you're not allowed to trim the dry branches or trim extra branches or give support for the tree if the branches are very heavy? That's why the Pasuk says, What do we learn from here? You're allowed to do any work in your field or any work in your vineyard. And how do you know that when it comes to a tree, you're not allowed to fertilize the roots or remove stones from the roots or dust the roots or fumigate them? The Pasuk says, you're not allowed to do any work in your field or any work in your vineyard. Now the Brasa continues, Yachul, you might think, that you're not allowed to hoe underneath your olive tree, and you're not allowed to hoe underneath your grapevine, and you're not allowed to fill up these holes with water, and you're not allowed to make ditches around your grapevines. That's why the Pasuk says, you're not allowed to plant your field. So really the Israel planting was included in the general cloud, the Pasuk says beforehand, that you have to let your land lie fallow. So that includes that you're not allowed to do any sort of work. So why is the Pasuk specified? You're not allowed to plant your field as opposed to specifying anything else. That's the Hakashila to make a Hakash Loimercha to tell you, just like Zriya is something that you're going to do in a field and a vineyard, so to anything which you're going to do in a field and a vineyard. However, these things that we just mentioned, you're not going to do them in a field and a vineyard equally, so therefore they're not going to be Asr and Shemitah. But what do we see from here? We see very clearly that we have many Taldos mentioned in this Brisa that are Asr Midar Raisa because we have a Pasak to rely on. So the Gemara says, no, Midrabanan. Really, they're only Asr Midrabanan. They're not Asr Midar Raisa. The cross, the Pasuk is just a smach, and really they're only Asmid Rabbanon, and therefore the Rabbanon could say, when it's a Davar Ha'aved, you're allowed to do this work on Shemitah, and that's why you would be allowed to water your field on Shemitah. But now we just ask on something that's said at the end of the Brayas of Akishkesh Bashviyas Mishari, is it really permitted to hoe on Shemitah? Vaksev, the Pasuk says, Vashviyas Tishmetanu Unatashta, and Shviyas, you have to leave it and forsake it, a double lashon of leaving your field and not doing anything. What do we learn from here? Tishmetanu Milakashkesh, that means you have to leave it, you're not allowed to hoe your field, Unatashta, and you should forsake it, Milasakel, you're not allowed to clear stones out of your field. So we see very clearly that the Pasuk tells us that you're not allowed to do Kishkosh. So Amrav Vokva he says, Trey Kishkoshi Hava, there's actually two different types of Kishkosh. Chadi Vruilani, one actually helps make the tree healthy and strong, Vachad Stume Pili, and one of them is closing up cracks. Ivruilani Usr, making the tree healthy and strong, that's Usr because you're improving it, and we know you're not allowed to improve your land on Shemitah. Stume Pili Shari, however, covering the cracks, that's permitted, that's because you're just preventing a loss, you're preventing something bad from happening, and that's permitted on Shemitah. And now we're going to have a similar discussion about plowing on Shemitah, but for the following Gemara, we're going to have to understand the difference between a Klalu 
Prat versus a Klal Prat Klal. So Klal Prat means the Torah states something. It could either be an assay or a lois assay, and it uses a general terminology. That's a Klal. Then the Pasuk states something specific, a Prat. So we say, Ein Bechlal El Masha Prat. The Klal is only coming to include things that the Prat speaks about and nothing more. So let's say the Torah is coming to ask for something with this Klal Prat. The Isra is limited to exactly what the Prat is talking about. Now, a Klal Prat Klal begins the same way. The Torah mentions something in the general sense, a Klal, and then it uses a Prat, a specific. But then it uses another klal, a general terminology. So in this case, we're going to include anything similar to the prat, thereby including more than what's actually stated in the pasuk. Now these rules apply when the klal and the prat are worded either as an assay or as a lois assay. Now the Gemara tells us itmar hachayrosh b'shvias. Someone that plows on shmita, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Lazar, they argue about this. Chanam or like a chanam or inner like a. One of them says you're going to get malchus. One of them says you're not going to get malchus. Now both of them agree that it's usher to plow on shmita, but that's just an iser assay that you're not necessarily going to get malchus for. One of them holds that it's actually also an iser lois assay that you're going to get malchus for. So lame with Rav Avin, Amrav Ilah, chemically. Let's say they argue in what Rav Avin said in the name of Ilah. The Amrav Avin, Amrav Ilah. Call Malkam Shneimer Klal Basay. Anytime that we have a klal and it's worded like an assay, uprat belois assay, and the prat is worded like a lois assay, and after that klal uprat, we have another klal that's stated. So it's a klal uprat u klal. However, the klal is stated like an assay, and the prat is stated like a lois assay. So ain't done noisay be klal uprat u klal. We don't judge it like a regular klal uprat u klal. We judge it like a klal uprat. So Mandam or like the one that says you're going to get Malkus for plowing your field and shmita less later of Avin Amrav Ilah. He doesn't hold it as mayor of Avin Bishim Rav Ilah. He dashes it like a regular klal uprat u klal. And Umanda Amr Eino, like the one that says you don't get Malkus, is later of Avin. He holds of what Rav Avin says. So let's just talk about the specifics over here. The pasuk says Uvashan Ashvias Shabbos Shabbos and Yel Laaretz. That's a klal implying that all work has to cease, but it's worded like an assay. There shall be rest, implying that work is usher, but not stating specifically that it's usher. But then the pasuk tells us Sad Chalaisiz of a Kamer Chalaisizmar, implying that the only thing that's usher is what's mentioned in the pasuk. Now this pride is written like a lois assay. Don't do the following. But then we have a third pasuk that says Shnas Shabbos and Yel Laaretz, and that's a klal. That's a general statement about the land resting. Once again, worded like an assay. So one Mandarma holds that we darshan these pesukim like a klal upratu klal, which includes more than what's actually stated in the pasuk, thereby including plowing in these surim of shvias, and you get malchus for plowing on shvias. Whereas the other Mandarma learns this as a klal uprat, limiting the iser to whatever stated explicitly in the pasuk, meaning that plowing would not be something that you're going to get malchus for doing on shemitah. But then the Gemara says, "Lie, that's actually not true." The Kolyama Leslie of Avin Amrav Ilah, no one holds of Avin Meshem Rav Ilah. So Mandarma like the one that says you're going to get malchus for plowing on shemitah shoppers. That makes sense because he darshans these pesukim as klal upratu klal, and we're including more than what's stated in the Pasuk, and therefore, it's going to be an Isra Lav that you're going to get Malkus for if you're going to plow on Shemitah. Uman Damar Enolike, the one that says you don't get Malkus, Amr L'Chai explains, Mechdi, let's see, Zmir B'chal Zriah, pruning vines is included in planting. Ubatzira and picking grapes, B'chal Katsira, that's included in harvesting. Lamai Hosakas Vin Rachmano, why does the Pasuk have to write it specifically? If the Pasuk already says that you're not allowed to plant your field and you're not allowed to harvest your field, why does the Pasuk also have to tell me that you're not allowed to prune your vines or pick your grapes? So Maymar, it's coming to tell you that Hani told us who the Machai, it's only on those told us that are specifically stated in the Pasuk, that's what you're going to be Chai for, but you're not going to be Chai for another Tolda, and therefore plowing your field, you're not going to be Chai Malkus for. As the Gemara Valoi, you're really not going to be Chai for other Toldas. We have a Brisa, which we learned before in the Gemara, that you're going to be Chai for many Toldas. Fatan, you have a Brisa, and we're going to go through this very quickly because we just went through it a couple minutes ago. The Pasuk says, Ali, you know that planting and pruning is going to be Asr. How do you know that that's Asr? The Pasuk says, What do we learn from here? You're not allowed to do any work in your field or any work in your vineyard. And how do I know I'm not allowed to do any of these to trees? The Pasuk says, Any work in your field or vineyard is going to be Asr. How do you know that these things with the tree are Asr? The Pasuk says, You're not allowed to do any work in your field or any work in your vineyard. So the Brasser says, You might think that 
that you're not allowed to do any of these works in your field. That's why the Pasuk says, you're not allowed to plant your field. Planting was already included in the original essay that you're not allowed to do work in your field. So why does the Pasuk have to specify that you're not allowed to plant? To make a hekish, to tell you, the bottom line is, we see from the Zbrisa is that there's many told us are going to be Asr Daraisa. So once again, the Gemara concludes, Midrabanan, really they're only Asr Midrabanan. The cross, Machtaba Alman, the Pasuk is only Asmach. So we just had this discussion whether or not a person is going to get Malkus for plowing his field on Shemitah. So Gimel Abbez on top, we continue with this. Kios Revdimi, when Revdimi came from Eretz Yisrael, he quoted a Brisa that he heard in Eretz Yisrael. Amar, he said, This is what they said, Yachol Yokal Taisefes, you might think that you're going to get Malkus for the Taisefes, for the extra, and then Venasav Latalmuda, they answered that with a teaching, Liptura, and they said, You're actually not going to get Malkus, you're actually Pater. And Yadana, I do not know, says Ravdimi, my Talmuda, my Taisefes, what exactly this limit is, and what this Taisefes is that they're talking about. I'm just quoting this Bricer for you, but I don't really know what they're talking about. So we're going to have two explanations. Rabbi Lazar, he says, Harisha, they were talking about plowing on Shemitah. Vachakamar, this is what's being spoken about. Yachal, you might think, Yilkal Harisha, that you're going to get Malkus for plowing on Shemitah, that's me Klaalu Pratu Klaal, because we learn it from a Klaalu Pratu Klaal, as we said in Ahmed Aleph, that's going to tell us that you're going to get Malkus. But then in Nasivla Talmud, Leptura, they actually had a teaching that said that you're Potter, and what is that teaching? The Imkain, if so, why is it we have to have a bunch of specifics mentioned in the Pasuk that tells you that you're not allowed to do those specific avoiders on Shemitah? It must be that only those are Asr, but other things such as plowing are not Asr, namely if you plow that you're not going to get Malkus. So that was really the end of the Sukkah that we were just talking about, whether or not you're allowed to plow on Shemitah. And now the continuation, the second understanding of what Radimu was saying is going to start a new Sukkah. Rabbi Yechonamar, he says, that actually the Bryce is talking about the days that the Chamim added on before Rosh Hashanah, before Shemitah, that you're not allowed to plow in your field before Rosh Hashanah, that's what we're talking about. And this is what the Bryce was saying. You might think that you're going to get Malkus if you plow in that extra time before Rosh Hashanah. The Chum say that you're not allowed to plow to ask me because we're going to learn it from a Pasuk that says teaching us that you're not allowed to plow even before Rosh Hashanah of Shemitah and therefore we have a Limud that says that you're actually Potter if you plow then like we're going to say later on. So here we have these two explanations of the Bryce that the Rav Dimi brought back from Eretz Yisrael but now we're going to continue explaining this last one that we just mentioned. What does that mean, the days before Rosh Hashanah? Up until when, before Shemitah, are you allowed to plow a field of trees? Now, the reason why you're going to plow this field of trees is because it's beneficial for the fruits that's growing on the trees. So, Beishami says, calls man shef lepri, as long as it's beneficial for those fruits. Those fruits grew in the sixth year, so clearly you're benefiting sixth year fruits. However, if it's not going to be beneficial for those fruits, then it looks like you're plowing it for Shemitah purposes and it's usher, even though it's before Shemitah. You're only a plow up until Shavuos. And Vakrevin Divri Elu Lias Kedivri Elu, actually Beisham Beis Hill are basically saying the same thing because Beishamai's time period falls about just when Beis Hill says you're not allowed to plow anymore. And Vaad Masai Harshin stay alive in Erev up until when are you allowed to plow a white field, which means a grain field, Erev Shemitah, that's when the moisture has already left the ground. If there's no more moisture from the rain, so then you're not allowed to plow it anymore. And And as long as people are plowing their ground so they can plant Gordon squash, so you're allowed to plow your ground as well. Now, Rav Shimonaimer, he argues, and he says, the Torah is giving a different shear for each person because one person is going to plant now, one person is going to plant at a different time, so therefore that's not a set shear. You're allowed to plow your your regular grain field up until Pesach, and you're allowed to plow your tree field up until Shavuos. That means up until Pesach and Shavuos before Shemitah. And Rabbi Shimon is saying this in Beisham and Bishil. Beisham and Bishil would agree with him. And for Amr they voted about these two time periods, Pesach and Shavuos, Ubitlam, and they actually them, and they said that you're allowed to plow your field all the way up until Rosh Hashanah, right before 
Shita. Now Amr Rabbi Zeir Rabbi Vov, Rabbi Zeir asked Rabbi Vov. Amr Lo, some say it was Rishlakish asking Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Gamliel based Dina Hechim Matz Mavati Takanti to Beisham Beis Hill. How could Rabbi Gamliel and his Bezin come along and Mavatel something that Beisham Beis Hill established? For Tanan, we already have a mission that says Ein Bezin Yochel Mavatel Devar Bezin Chaveray. One Bezin is not allowed to uproot and nullify that which a previous Bezin had said. Elam Kain Gadol Menu B'Chacham Minyan, unless that second Bezin is greater than the first one in wisdom and in numbers. And we know that the Bezin of Rabbi Gamliel wasn't greater than Beisham Beis Hill. So the Gemara tells us that whoever was asked this question, he was quiet for a moment. He was surprised, like taken aback by the question. He had to think for a second, had to answer it. And then Amr Lehi, he responded to the question by saying, This actually was a stipulation in between Besham and Beshil when they set this Takana, the caller writes, Anyone who wants to come along and be Mavato the Takana, they can Mavato it. So Megamil and his Bezin came along and they were Mavato the Takana and they said, You're actually allowed to plow all the way up until Rosh Hashanah right before Shemitah. The Gemara asks on that, Did Hui, is that actually a Takana from Besham and Hill? that they're able to say that if you want, you can mevatel this takana of ours. It's actually These three things, Now, what is Esr Natiyos? field that has 10 Natiyos, 10 young trees spread over a distance of a Beisah, is allowed to be plowed right up until Rosh Hashanah before Shemitah, because if not, these young trees might die. So we learn from there that if it's a field that does not have young trees in it, that you are not allowed to plow it before Shemitah. So you see clearly from here, it's so how could we say that Beisham Beishil they established this takano and they were able to stipulate that whoever wants to overturn that could overturn that? It's Allah Chalmash Misinai. So Amr Yitzchak answers that no. Kigemiri Hilchasa. What's Allah Chalmash Misinai? Shloshim Yom Fener Rosh Hashanah. That within thirty days of Rosh Hashanah you're not allowed to plow a field unless it has young trees in it. Vaasuhani and then these Beisham Beishil came along. Tiko and then they established in Pesach Latzeres that you're not allowed to plow already starting Pesach Hashvuas. Vaasu Bedidhu. However, they made it tonight. The color writes Elvato Yavivivato. Whoever wants to come Yavivato that takano that you're not allowed to plow as early as Pesach HaShvuas is allowed to be mevatel that. And then Rabbi Gamaliel came along and he was mevatel that. But of course, Rabbi Gamaliel kept to the Allah Lama Shemisina that within 30 days of Rosh Hashanah, you're not allowed to plow. But the Gemara continues asking, Vahani Hilchasaninu, is it really Allah Lama Shemisina? Krayaninu, it's actually a Pasuk that tells us you're not allowed to do that. Dinan, or it might be Ditanya, the Pasuk says, Bacharsh of Akatsar Tishbais, that you have to rest from plowing and harvesting. So Rabbi Kiva Imer, he tells us, Ain't Sarchalim Bacharsh of Akatsar Shoshviyas, you don't have to tell me that it's Asr to plow and harvest on Shemitah, Shreik Fainarim, because the Pasuk already says, Sadchalisizmar. So why is it the Pasuk tells us Bacharsh of Akatsar that's going to teach us another halacha. El achar shel erev shviyas dalad amad alfa on top shenichnas l'shviyas. It's telling us that you're not allowed to plow erev shmita if that's going to be beneficial. That's going to go into shmita, meaning it's going to be beneficial for shmita itself. And v'katzer shel shviyas shiatzel amatzei shviyas. Then when you harvest on matzei shmita, if that's coming from shmita, that's also aser. Rabbi Shmuel he argues with Rabbi Kiva's Joshua and he says that actually this pasuk has nothing to do with shmita. Ma harsh shos. Just like any time the pasuk talks about plowing, it's talking about plowing which is optional because there's never a mitzvah to plow something. Af katzer shos. So too when we're talking about harvest. Harvesting, it's talking about harvesting which is rishos, which is optional, and that's the type of harvesting which is asr on Shabbos. Yatzak tzira oimer, that is excluding harvesting the carbon oimer, she mitzvah, that it's a mitzvah to harvest the carbon oimer, and therefore you are allowed to harvest the carbon oimer on Shabbos. But going back to Rabbi Kiva's understanding of this pasuk, we clearly see that Rabbi Kiva learns the isra of plowing before Shemitah from a pasuk, so it must be that the halach al Sinai asr is plowing from Pesach and Shavuos, so how could Rabbi Gamaliel do away with that? So the Gemara switches around his understanding. El Amar of Nachum Yitzchak, he explains, Kigamiri Hilchasa, what's the purpose of the halach al Sinai to tell us that you are allowed to plow a field that has young trees in it. Whereas Kroy, Lemeser, Zakeno, the Pasuk is telling us that you are not allowed to plow a field if it has older trees in it. But the Gemara right away asks on that, since the Halacha Mashmi Sinai is telling us that you are allowed to plow a field that has young trees in it, so doesn't that automatically tell me that you are not allowed to plow a field that has older trees in it? So the Gemara says, you're right. The Halacha is Rabbi Shmuel, the Pasuk is Rabbi Kiva. Meaning, Rabbi Shmuel, who does not use this Pasuk to teach us anything about Shemitah, he needs 
looking at it tell us that you're not allowed to plow within 30 days of Shemitah. Whereas Rabbi Kiva, he uses this Pasuk to tell us something about Shemitah. He doesn't need the Halach Lamashim to tell us anything about Shemitah. So therefore, we can say that Halach Lamashim or the Pasuk, depending if you're Rabbi Shmuel or if you're Rabbi Kiva, Asr's plowing within 30 days of Shemitah. Therefore, we could say the Beishami Beishil Asr'd from Pesach and Shavuos with the provision that another Bezdin can overturn that. And that's what Rabbi Gamliel and his Bezdin did. So we would at least conclude over here that Rabbi Gamliel and his Bezdin kept to the Isra of plowing within 30 days of Shemitah. And the only thing they overturned was the Isra to plow from Pesach or from Shavuos. Now, the Marketeens, Rabbi Yechonamar, he says Rabbi Gamliel Bezdin Midai Raisa Batalhu. Rabbi Gamliel and his Bezdin, they actually had a Pasuk. That's what Midai Raisa means over here. They actually had a Pasuk and they were Mevatal, the Isra of plowing, even within 30 days of Shemitah. And they said, You are allowed to plow right up until Rosh Hashanah of Shemitah. Now, my time, what's his reasoning? Because Gamar Shabbos, Shabbos, Mishabbos Bereshis. He has Xer Shavah that he learns Shabbos, Shabbos from Shabbos Bereshis. Shabbos Bereshis means just regular Shabbos. Malalon hi asura, lifonel mutarin, just like regular Shabbos. You're not allowed to do malacha on Shabbos itself, but before Shabbos and after Shabbos, you're allowed to do malacha afkan, so to over here by Shemitah. Hi asura, you're not allowed to do malacha on Shemitah itself, but lifonel lachram mutarin, before and after Shemitah, you're allowed to do malacha, meaning you're allowed to plow even right up until Shemitah. But now for Ashi, he asks, how could that be? Mandamir Hilchasa, the one that says that we have Allah Lamashmisina, that you're not allowed to plow within 30 days of Shemitah. Shava is able to come and knock away Allah Hamash Misinai. This is Xer Shava that Rabbi Gamliel made up on his own. That can't knock away Allah Hamash Misinai. And Amanda Amar Kra, the one that holds the Pasuk, that's Rabbi Kiva. Asik Xer Shava, Akra Kra, Xer Shava could come and knock away a Pasuk. So El Amar Rashi explains that Rabbi Gamliel obeys Dinoi Savrilak Rabbi Shmuel, the Amr Hilchazagamirila. Rabbi Gamliel and his Bezin, they hold the Rabbi Shmuel, that's Allah Hamash Misinai, that you're not allowed to plow within 30 days of Shemitah. But Vachigamir Hilchaza, when is it that Allah Hamash Misinai applies? Bezmash Besa Mikdash Kaim, that's only when we have a Besa Mikdash. Domina Dinis Sechamaim, just like Nisa Chamaim. Remember, we had quoted three halacha Sinai's. One of them had to do with plowing before Shemitah, and one of them had to do with Nisa Chamaim. And Nisa Chamaim is something that you do only when we have a Beis Hamikdash. Avol Bismach and Beis Hamikdash Chaim. When we don't have a Beis Hamikdash, lie. So you don't do Nisa Chamaim because there's no Beis Hamikdash to do Nisa Chamaim. And by the same token, there would be no Isra of plowing before Shemitah. So when we say that Rambam Gamliel and his Bazin came along and they were mavatol this, they weren't mavatol the halacha Sinai. They just taught that the halacha Sinai doesn't exist after the Beis Hamikdash has been destroyed. We're gonna stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow. Continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.